Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Good morning, Andrew. Hello, Edwin. Bonus episode two, (laughs) Psalm 53. How did I know it was bonus episode two? Because yesterday was bonus episode one. Well, that and you're wearing flip-flops. Wow, what can I say? (laughs) It's my day off. (laughs) Bonus. So I've got Psalm 53 here, the New King James Version. To the chief musician set to Mahalath, a contemplation of David. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt and have done abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. God looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there are any who understand who seek God. Every one of them has turned aside. They have together become corrupt. There is none who does good. No, not one. Have the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call upon God. There they are in great fear where no fear was. For God has scattered the bones of him who encamps against you. You have put them to shame because God has despised them. Oh, that the salvation of Israel would come out of Zion. When God brings back the captivity of his people, let Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. As we learned yesterday, this sounds very, very familiar. It does. It's very similar to Psalm 14. We talked about some of the, uh, well, we talked about basically a a lot of the overlap yesterday and reasons for that. Um, Today, I guess we can talk a little bit about some of the differences. Sure. Yeah. Okay, here's one. Go for it. I can tell you (laughs) want, so I was leaving it there for you. Go ahead. You're you're tossing up your own software. So here it comes. Um, So... Couldn't help but notice in Psalm 14, it t- keeps talking about the Lord, the mm-hmm. Lord, mm-hmm. Yahweh. Uh, here in Psalm 53, it doesn't say the Lord so much. It says God. And so that that's, I guess, the big difference I saw, which is the Hebrew word El. Yes. Yeah. It, it you, you said it doesn't say the Lord so much. It doesn't say the Lord at all. Mm-hmm. Yahweh's not in this Psalm at all which is a distinction from Psalm 14. I don't know that that difference amounts to a difference in meaning. So much as yesterday, remember we were talking about the different collections. Right. And one of the things as we go through book one versus book two of the Psalms, we see that book one certainly relies on Yahweh as the name for God very, very consistently. Mm-hmm. And we, we see that over and over and over and over again throughout book one. Here in book two, while Yahweh is used some throughout the book, right, it's not used nearly as much as it was in the first book. Rather, there is a lot more dependence upon the word El, the more generic term God, God for for uh, the one that's being worshipped, the one that is being praised. And so we see that as the collector brought this into the second book, now one of the adjustments that's made, and there's a couple other, there are a couple other tiny details and yeah, adjustments there are. that are made. Uh, this, this was one, fitting it into that Eloistic type collection. Some would suggest that this is demonstrating that it was at a different time in Israel's history and all of those kinds of things. I, I don't, I don't. I mean, okay, whatever. 
Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe somebody's taking David's psalm at a different time. I think it's just, hey, we're fitting it into the collection that we find here, mm-hmm. and, and we're making it. Because again, as we pointed out yesterday, we've noticed throughout this year in the psalms that we are, that we do see themes yeah, from we do. psalm Absolutely. to psalm to psalm. Absolutely. And so for, for the, the one who collects it and edits it to bring it into this collection to make that little adjustment so it fits with the themes, that makes perfect sense to me. So there are some differences, uh, you know, one of those, L versus Yahweh, uh, Yahweh in Psalm 14. Uh, some other language I think we're going to pay more attention to in another conversation. But yeah, I mean, just immediate echoes, in particular in English. Man, this just sounds like the same psalm, the same old psalm. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, now you've given me a softball. No, I'm giving, exactly I'm giving a, you a softball because I know what a Motown fan you are. Oh, man. And this is a good opportunity for you to shine. <laughs> We got we got a we got a story and I love a good story. Well, you know, back on July 9th, 1965, Motown Records released It's the Same Old Song performed by the Four Tops. And it's it's a fantastic song. Uh, actually, uh, I went back and was looking stuff up, some things up about it. It's it's really fascinating. This song was pe- put together in like less than a week. Oh wow! Uh, some, somebody had written the the music, uh-huh. but uh, the Four Tops with Motown Records had had a big, big hit with Sugar Pie Honey Bunch, mm-hmm. and uh, one of their old record labels wanted to capitalize on that, and so they were going to put out one of their old songs. Okay. And Motown was like, "We we can't we can't let the money go back to them." So they put this song together. It's the same old song, and became a hit. And uh, anyway, they the put point it together of- in a week and released it to beat the old record company out. That's exactly right. To sell records, so it was four tops versus four tops. That's in, exactly in, in right. Record sales. That's exactly back right. Back in 1965. That's a, so. Anyway, the, the the story of the song though is about a fella who is listening to a song that when he had been in a relationship with a young lady, it had just been one of their special songs, and it had so much meaning, and it was love, and it was joy, and it was togetherness, and it was connection. But but now she's dumped him, uh-huh. and he's hearing the same song. But it has a completely different meaning in this new contextual circumstance. Now it's sadness and mourning and loss and memories that that you know while the memories themselves were of happy times, it's right. not happy memories that he's yeah, going through. So sad. it's the same old song, but with a different meaning since you've been gone. gone. And I was, that's exactly what's happening here. So the, there, there's one. You, you see that analogous to this uh, song Psalm we're looking at today. Psalm yeah. No, I don't see it analogous at all. I just wanted to tell that story. It's a great story <laughs> and a great song. In fact, I think our listeners right now have turned us off and they're, they're, they're probably they're, listening. They're looking for the four tops on iTunes. <laughs> no, they can come back. They can come back. Anyway. Yeah, so what we've got here, there there are some minor differences, as you brought up the, the name of God and what it's used. There's a couple of words that are tweaked, but the major difference comes from where Psalm 14 gets into verse 5. Uh-huh. In Psalm 14 and verse 5, there they are in great terror. For God is with the generation of the righteous. You would shame the plans of the poor, but the Lord is his refuge. Okay. Here in Psalm 53, we get into verse 5. There they are in great terror, where there is no terror. For God scatters the bones of him who encamps against you. You put them to shame, for God has rejected them. All right. So more of an emphasis upon a victory in Psalm 53. Yes. And how God has conquered enemies. Whereas in Psalm 14, it, it seems to be talking about all the different ways the enemies are are after them and working against them and going after the poor. 
So what we have is in Psalm 14, the song is in the setting of, it seems like defeat. The enemies seem to be winning. They're shaming the poor. They're, they're not recognizing that the poor are taking refuge in God. They ought to have terror knowing that God is on the side of these people that they are oppressing and judging and uh, attacking and persecuting, but yeah. they don't. They don't have that. Whereas when we get to Psalm 53, we seem to be on the other side of that where deliverance has happened. We, we've got the fact that the bones of those who are against us have already been scattered. scattered They've yeah. already been rejected by God. So what we have is we've got the same song said in two different circumstances. One, that place of of doubt and struggle and worrying what's coming next, and the other in that place of hey, we've been delivered. And and the song has different meaning now that God's victory has come. It's the same old psalm, mm-hmm. but a different meaning now that God's victory has come. Can I wonder if I can get that in It's the same Oh, no, I won't even try. That's going to rhyme better than when you said contextualization a moment ago. I was like, well, I guess we'll syncopate that one. (laughs) It's the the same old song, but contextualized differently now that you... (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you're going to get there. That's a, let's workshop that. <laughs> we'll workshop that. Anyway, the, you know, the whole point behind this is that we see that all of this talk about the fool. So that's yeah. what, what's the same in both of these is about the fool. Yeah. And in that first context, hey, we're call, he's still winning, it looks like. Right. The fool looks like he's winning. I'm trying to give you confidence to hang on to the Lord because that fool is not going to win. Now we get into this new context, and it's like it's saying, hey, look, you remember what I told you back in Psalm 14? See? That guy was a fool. Well, you know, and what I appreciate about that, if I can circle back to something we talked about yesterday, is the concept of reprise and reprising a song. By setting it in this different context, changing the words just a little bit, we've now we've now taken the journey on the psalm with this psalm from before God has acted, and when will the deliverance come and salvation from Zion to trust in it? You've seen the Lord deliver, and uh, and it is the promise for even greater deliverance to come. Which helps us, whichever circumstance we're in, mm. if we're in the moment where the attack is on, the heat is high, we're being persecuted, we're being rebuked and belittled and mocked, and we're starting to get the sense, oh no, maybe they're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no. Those who are opposed to God are the fools. They're the fools. Hang on to God. You are wise. Even though they are saying to you, you are so foolish, you shouldn't be believing in God. Everybody knows it couldn't have worked that way. It's a foregone conclusion that God didn't do any of this. And that's the way we're treated today. What we're learning is, hang on, victory is coming. And there will be the day when the victory has come and Mm -hmm. we'll be looking back and it will vindicate who the foolish one actually is in all of this scenario and in all of this circumstance. One of the things that is the same between the two Psalms Mm -hmm. uh, is um, verse four, this imagery of the workers of iniquity, or I guess the fools who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call on the Lord. In Psalm 53, those who eat at my people as they eat bread and do not call upon God. Mm -hmm. And that is just such vivid imagery about the attacks of the fool against the holy people of God. They don't know him and they don't call on him, but they're willing to eat up God's people like bread. 
And, and while we, the people of God, are being eaten up like bread, it's easy to think, maybe I'm the foolish one here. Right. Maybe I need to go on to their side. Yeah, I can't, I can't seem to win here. They're, well, we have that expression, they're eating my lunch, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, what, just when, we, when we couple these two together, we see the before, we see the after. We see back in Psalm 14, you were told, hang on, mm-hmm, hang on. Mm-hmm. That guy is the fool. The one who is not calling on God is the fool. Call on God. Trust in God. He is your refuge. And now in Psalm 53, we see the flip side. We see it actually come true. And the psalmist is saying, hey, you remember when I told you to hang on? Mm-hmm. Now you're seeing it. The ones who have been camped against you have been rejected. They have, their bones have been scattered. Salvation has come. I told you to hang on. Aren't you glad you did? Aren't you glad you did? And, you know, that's where yeah. we are today. I, we're, I'm, I'm telling you to hang on. You're telling me to hang on. We're telling everybody who's listening, hang on. There's going to be a day we're going to be looking at each other and saying, aren't you glad you listened? Amen. Amen. We're so glad that you joined us for Text Talk today. Go to the Facebook group. Uh, we're excited. This is bonus week. Next week, we're starting season three, the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, maybe you got some questions about Matthew. Maybe you got some suggestions some suggestions, some things we could work into our study and our conversation, our devotions. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Edwin, would you lead us in a word of prayer? Holy God, you are magnificent. We love you. We praise you. We believe in you and we believe you. Father, we pray that you would scatter those who encamp against us. If they will not repent, we pray that you would scatter them and that you would deliver us. Lord, we pray that you would help us to hang on to you knowing that wisdom is found in you and that the fool is the one who says there is no God. May we always hang on to you and remember that you are and that you are the rewarder of those who diligently seek you. We seek you, Lord. Through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. You are magnificent. (laughs) Uh, Magnificat. That that was Mary's song. (laughs) 